We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Antonio Brown situation in Pittsburgh. We're going to give out our NFL season awards, our games of the week, some spitball, and an NFL preview. So stay tuned. And we're back! Yay, yay! <laughs> Let's do it. Out here. Let's I wanted, I wanted to interrupt with a yell and be like, you know, double champ does what the fuck he wants. No, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew something. Bro, I'm the only champ on the show, bro. The pick's king. Congrats. Great, no, bruh. Yeah. The picks king. Fuck out of here. Uh, no, the king. real picks king. Who's the real picks king? Uh, the real picks king is uh, Marshall, who ended up wanting, winning the uh, oh, yes the the year long fucking. Congrats. The picks, yeah, he crushed it. Big pool. Two hundred dollar, two hundred dollar uh, gift card to a game of his choice. Yeah, we're gonna have to hit him up, get that yeah. to him. Uh, yeah, just. Damn, that's fire. Patreon.com. Yeah, I think I was right outside the top 10 mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the picks. I did pretty solid. I did did you miss week. any weeks? Um, No. Oh, okay. But there is there was a week where I had like 19 points. It I was threw, like early I, though. I threw in the towel and I couldn't win anymore. Like a sore loser. Yeah, like week 15, uh, I, I stopped. I was like, fuck. Honestly, I missed week two. I forgot to submit because I didn't know that you had to put picks in for Sunday's games before Thursday kicked off. And then I was just asked out. I yeah. I missed like week seven too, and that's when I gave up. Bunch of bitches. Fuck it, yeah. Well, what a bitch. Only the strong <laughs> prevail, man. Yeah, exactly. What a bitch. I'm such a bitch. Yeah, so shout out to to Marshall. You got two hundred dollars uh, credit took down two hundred dollars. Any game of your choice. Any game of your choice. That's you, dope. Yeah, that's cool. Uh and we also have a new one coming up. So if you didn't win this one and you didn't get to participate oh, in the we're last one. This shit back. We are running this shit back. Uh for March Madness. We're gonna have a bracket challenge. So if you score the highest out of that about. You will get another 200 credit. Marshall, if you win this, I'm going to hunt you down. And then I will <laughs> not let you participate anymore. Uh, but, nah, but yeah, you have to be in the $7 tier of our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Uh, actually, the tier is called the Veterans Minimum tier. Uh, it's $7. So with that, you get an entry into our 
um, March, March Madness, Madness pool, bracket, but yeah. you have to be in it before March. So the last day you could possibly do it is the last day of February, which I don't know if it's the 29th or 28th. I know it changes all the time. I don't fucking Next year's know. the 29th. Yeah, whatever. But uh, as long as you're in before February, you should be good. If you join after that, obviously you can't participate because you mad, you lost. It's March Madness. Yeah. Um, the so madness yeah. begins because yeah, we're also. No BS. We're going to need about two weeks to get everyone in this thing, too. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take a while yeah. to, to get it organized. Can I wager on Boss to win it? I think Boss is going to... It's probably not a good it's idea. It's probably not a good idea. Nah, wow. Nah. No, no confidence? Yeah. Yo, like yo the, anything shoot. can happen in this thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I know. As long as you have the champion, you're probably going to win. Mm. I've had the champion twice and still not won. <laughs> yeah, after like last Phil. year... After last year... Well, yeah, you, all bets are off. You did dumbass shit. I remember one year you put like Seton Hall. I did it on purpose. I just like fucking. Like, yo, Matt Queens kids. Yeah. Like, right, <laughs> yo, yo, there's no rhyme or reason to that shit, man. Virginia, they were the like the number two uh, overall seed, right? No, they were the number one overall seed. Overall. Yeah. They lost to a 16 seed. UMBC. I had the I took I Mizzou the, the year that they were a two seed to win it all. Lost in the first round to a 15. There's no rhyme or reason, so fuck it. Why not root for the Queens kids? I always pick Kentucky. Every yeah. year, <laughs> it's a Kentucky every year for like the last five years. Now everyone's gonna take Duke. the last two years. Yeah, I'm gonna take Duke. Everyone's taking Duke. See, if you take Duke, then you have to like perfect your first two, yeah, two rounds. You really need like your final that's four. That's where you're gonna win it. You need your final four and finals match. That's how you that's like always, the meaty one. Yeah, that's how I always like gauge it. I'm like, well, I have three out of the final four still, so I'm still in good yeah. shape. I, I I fill out these brackets when I fill them out. I, I like I really convince myself like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I don't know anything. Like, oh, yeah, I know exactly how those 12-team runs their it's a, it's patterns. No, no, I, no, I don't. I, it, I, honestly, I just called them patterns. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know I don't. I look at a lot. One of the main things I look at is, like, how many – your record against top 25 teams and what your – how many points you give up a game. So if you have a good defense and you have a good record against the top twenty five team, like I'll take it. Right, that's that's you know solid plan. But if you don't really play top twenty five teams and you're playing like a good team that plays a lot of top twenty five, and even though they're ranked lower, then I'll take you also there. How's that strategy working for you? Not great. I haven't yeah. won yet. <laughs> but you know it makes sense in my head. Um, anyway, let's talk a little bit about football. I mean, we got Antonio Brown. There's a lot of shit going on in Pittsburgh right now. Uh, he seems to be mad at everybody. Mm -hmm. He's mad at Tomlin. He's mad at. Ben Roethlisberger. Apparently, the the report was that he feels that Tomlin is too wrapped up in Big Ben and doesn't listen to anyone else or something like that. Like, is he getting traded or some shit? And then also with the Ryan Clark thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he said that like it was time to shop him or something on ESPN, and then he wrote on the picture Uncle Tom, which was <laughs> Jesus. I think it's a wrap <laughs> for that. Like, I think he's gone from Pittsburgh. Also, he's doing like an interview with James Harrison. Yeah. That's supposed to come out and like James Harrison also butted heads with with Tomlin. I yeah. Think. Well, he also did the ultimate sin. He unfollowed What's them it? on Instagram. Yeah. You know, you unfollow someone nowadays. It's pretty much. And he followed the 49ers. Yeah. He, and you Fuck. got a troll. Jarvis George. Landry put up the, the picture on his Instagram with Le'Veon Bell and AB. It's like, let's talk business. Business is booming, uh, you know, to join Cleveland and whatnot. Um, that'd be interesting because they'd play them twice a year. So out of spite. Antonio Brown is due, I believe, uh, close to $20 million next year. Um, him and Big Ben account for, I think, $50 million against the cap next season. Mm. So you have a wide receiver who still is, you know, I believe he was like, what, a top three wide receiver in fantasy this year? So he was highly productive. I know he scored like double-digit touchdowns once again, caught over 100 passes, I think, I'm pretty sure. And he is on the wrong side of 30 now. So you do see Pittsburgh does tend to have the next man up when it comes to wide receiver. Juju won MVP. Apparently, there's an issue with that that he has also. 
he was unhappy with that. Like Juju Smith Schuster comes out, and I remember you said something about him maybe being jealous of Juju. All the yeah, attention I think and the because yeah, you know, especially like with I mean Antonio Brown, like I think just missed what year did he get in the league? Twenty ten. Yeah. So I feel like he just missed the social media craze. It wasn't like as crazy as it was in twenty ten. As it, I mean, it wasn't even close. But in twenty ten, than it is now. And Juju's like a star overnight. Basically, this dude's like doing Fortnite shit and yeah, like he had like a youtube channel and like he's just a popular guy he's a likable dude and i think very that relatable for the kids yeah and he's a good player he's not as good as antonio brown but antonio brown i, I could see how he would be angry and being like yo i'm better than this dude and i'm not getting the attention he is i'm not as likable as this guy like what the fuck is the deal you know and then on games that he does extremely well and antonio brown will have like you know, those random, like, I mean, they're few and far in between, but it'll have, like, those random games where he has, like, 40 yards. Like, I can, I could see how he would be, like, furious. And like you said, like, Pittsburgh has no problem in the past, like, cutting, like, stars. You're like, what? They're getting rid of this dude? Like, Oh, San Antonio Holmes won MVP. I, I think it was the year after they got rid of him. Yeah. You know, so they, they, they do cut ties with and people. And they're fine. Yeah. Martavis Bryant, same thing. See ya. You, you know that usually I'm a player's guy. Like, I'm get your money, you know, make your, get, you know, make your voice heard. But, yo. Honestly, the term diva wide receiver could not be more accurate in terms of Antonio Brown. I absolutely think that Juju Smith-Schuster winning MVP and being so popular and having a great season and everyone talking about, is he really the best wide receiver? I think that definitely has uh, definitely has something to do with it, right? Let's go through the actions. He gets up and he throws a football at a teammate. He has a tantrum. This guy's 30 years old. Right, he has a tantrum. He leaves at halftime. Right, he's he's not answering texts or phone calls from his teammates or coaches or the organization. He's he's he goes out. At first, he posts on Instagram like I'm in charge of myself. God has blessed me with free will, and I must and I'm gonna make my own situation. Then he goes out and he buys himself a diamond ring with the face of a goat on it for greatest of all time, like. Is there any more diva than that? Like that's like the definition of diva. He's mad that he's that the new hot girl has moved into class and he's like rebelling. It's Bro, it's insane. Is that diva though? Or is that like self confidence? Like, yo, I could go anywhere else, I'll still be the goat. That's I mean there's like realistically he still has I still think he has a couple good years left in him. Absolutely. Even though he is on the wrong side of thirty, like he's still up there, like Nick's like he's still one of the best doing it. So if if no, one no. relationship sours, you do some shit to get back at them, and you move on. Yeah, yeah but that's, but not, that's but not it, bro. Like, bro, yo, if you're the, yo, if you're the, it's also like, yo, you said, you said it. Like, this is the social media era, right? Yeah, yo, everyone makes a big deal about what what goes down on social media. Like, who knows? What's yeah, really but you happening. don't hurt your team, and you don't go out of your way to like be like this because you're salty, bro. This isn't the way to go about it. Like, just because you can go I to mean, any team and be successful, because, yeah, you are one of the best wide receivers in the league. That doesn't mean you go out like a bitch, though. Yo, we I killed Vontae ways- Davis for leaving at halftime. And he left at halftime of Week 17 in a must-win game for a team he's been on for... Nah, he left the Bills, bro. Vontae Davis left at halftime. Yeah. Right, not, Antonio, not, not in Week 17. Not Week 17. Antonio Brown left in Week 17. Nah, Antonio Brown didn't suit up at all. Week seventeen, and he left the he left the team in ha- at halftime. That's oh. the report. The report is he didn't suit up. He was on the, he was on the sideline. And he looking like fucking um, American gangster at the boxing match, you know, with his fucking fur, right? And then and then he leaves at halftime. Like we can't let that slide. That's not acceptable behavior for a thirty year old team leader. 
I don't care who you're beefing with. I don't care if Ben Roethlisberger fucked your wife and sister. Nah, chill, chill. No, you can't walk out on the team. <laughs> Punch okay. Ben Roethlisberger. But, yo, you can't walk out on the entire team like that. Wife and sister, bro. Our wife and sisters, a little much. It's, it's a wild a, combo. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I would. I Same time. Very wild combo. I wouldn't say uh, team leader though. Like nah. this guy also lacks self awareness. Remember the playoff game? They beat the Chiefs, and he's Tomlin's giving like a passionate speech. He's, he's on. He's talking mad shit about the Pats. He's, he's like, on Yo, fuck live. these motherfuckers and shit. And he's on Instagram Live. It's like, dude, you can't do that. Yeah, just can't do that. I just think that like it, it, it's just a. It's like you said. I, I think he is one of the best wide receivers in the league. Juju wins the Pittsburgh Steelers MVP or whatever. He loses that vote. And it just, it hurts his feelings because he feels like I am better and I'm underappreciated at this moment. So, yo, you yo, you think you could win without me or you think you don't need me or he's your MVP? Fine. Let's see. That's a bitch-ass attitude. Yes. Yes, it is. It's a bitch-ass attitude. And, and yo, he, you got your money, too. You're making 21 mil next season. It's not all about the money, though, bro. Yeah, yeah yo, it's people. a kid. Like, you're not happy for this fucking kid, bro. You're going to be out of the league in how long? Nah, that is spiteful. Yo, corny. Antonio Brown, once he got paid, dude, and not for nothing, like 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 Ryan Clark said, like once he got paid, he was he, he created a monster, dude. You see him every day. He comes every time you see him, he's completely primmed and proper, and he's always wearing like the best fucking everything. And he, look, they say he's a great worker in the locker room, and no one works harder than him. And obviously, he's a fantastic athlete, so he definitely leads by example. But from everything that I've heard from former teammates to current teammates. Everything that he does is for the advancement of Antonio Brown. And that's not a problem, but you advance Antonio Brown and you signed a $21 million contract a year, and, and that's a commitment that you have to make now, and that's a commitment you have to keep because you got your money. Unlike Le'Veon Bell, who they toyed with and they fucked around with, look, you can't let personal feuds come into a professional work workplace. This is not how it works in any aspect, any walk of life. If I have some, some personal shit and I bring it into my classroom with me, I agree. I'm getting fired. I I also can't fault him for like being swagged out and shit. Like the guy balls yeah, out. Yeah, there's no problem. You know? He's not no he's not putting that. up 800 yards a year. This guy's a top wide receiver. Yeah, he's so he's yards. being productive. It's why you put up with the BS with him. I think it's just gotten to a point where it was like, yo, enough's enough. Like yeah. we've just been dealing. Yeah, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say. It just and got yeah. to a point where it's like, yo, you know, what? I'm fed up with you, and I got a shiny new toy and Juju. I think he just turned 21. The kid was he was 20 it's years old child, last year. Bro. Yeah. So, yo, I'm chilling. Yo, not only that, but, like, I mean, we're going to find out what happened, right? Because he's going to do that, that interview with James Harrison, and then that shit's going to come out. And this dude's not going to be in Pittsburgh, bro. It's going to be from his side, though. We're only like, Sure, yeah. but, but the if story. there is only I'm underappreciated and I never got the prop side, what, if it's all directed towards, like, poor me, then, like... Nah, I agree. Th then it's like, yo, bro, yeah. you're corny. Son. Like, you think he's really gonna say that though? I I don't know, but like, there would have to be something based in fact of like, oh, Tomlin, like, you know, fucking slaps me or something. I don't fucking know. What could you possibly say to someone that provokes him to throw a football at you, leave the team for practice, and then get benched by the coach and leave the team at halftime? What on earth could someone have possibly said? That you could put your career on the line like that. The wife sister combo sounds a little more feasible now. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Like, there shouldn't be anything as a team player. I don't know. Not man. if you're a professional, but yeah. So yo, know, it's 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 gonna get harder. I think the Steelers have a lot to do with this too. Like I think I don't think the Steelers are not at fault at all. They started this with the Le'Veon Bell drama. They they fucked up with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. And guess what? This Steelers way that that's worked for so long, where it's like next man up and next. That no longer works when guys are making $20 million. 
all of a sudden they have power. And the Steelers haven't adjusted to that yet. The Steelers haven't adjusted to now the players have a little power. And you see it. I, I don't know. I, I just think that, like, you know, this could also be, like, the Juju thing could be a spiteful thing that the team did because of yeah. they don't like him. I wouldn't be surprised. They were talk- Cameron Hayward was on the radio talking shit about Antonio Brown. Was he? Yeah, he was like, he's like, yo, we all want Antonio on the team. But at this point, he's going to have to come and, like, he has a lot of work to do with his teammates because you can't just come, you can't just do that to your teammates. Like, we don't fuck with that at all. Yeah, nah, bro, I agree. Like, yo, for, for an organization that's usually thought of as first class, like, they've been through a lot. And it's only been two players, really. Mike Tomlin's always been a little soft with the players, bro. I, I wonder if it's if it's catching well, up like on too buddy, too. buddy with the players. Too, too much, like, um, like too lenient. You know yeah, what I mean? I feel like buddy, buddy. Like you gotta, yeah. be like, you gotta realize you're the authoritative figure, and not right. I'm not your friend, especially when you got guys like Antonio Brown who need some fucking right. reality checks. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like I said, he's gonna have that interview with with James Harrison come out. We're gonna find out at least from his side what has been going on in Pittsburgh. But it's kind of crazy how this team. We always talked about the triple Bs and like they're all gonna be gone in like a year probably. Cause yo, if I'm if I'm Big Ben, like why am I returning now? Yeah, he's on his last legs. Uh, Big Ben Shady led the league in passing yards. Yeah, but Big Ben has has one foot out the door for how long now? Sure, but he's like yeah, yo, you lose thirty plus you lose touchdowns. Your, he's still running got back, juice, bro. And your wide receiver, you get Juju and like James Conner, but like is James Conner like as productive as he was like the first half of the season or whatever? He did have some, like, kind of... Broke down. Yo, is injured? passing yards impressive that you lead the league in? Not as impressive as it once was. Uh, like, Kyle Orton led the league in passing yards. Like, I don't think 4,000 yards is all that impressive in a throwing league. All I'm saying is he got, he got juice left in the tank. Yeah, he got, juice. Absolutely, still got juice. Absolutely he does. But I, I, I just... I question the want because, like, last... We didn't know if he was going to play this year. True that. So if I'm losing Antonio Brown, I'm losing whatever. It's like, he came back because he's like, we were right there. We could we could win the Super Bowl. You lose your best pl- your two best players. It's like, well, I'm motivated. I went with Juju. I I would have a hard time quitting football after throwing for 31 touchdowns. I think it was 31 touchdowns and leading the league in passing yards. Bro, he'll throw 100. 31 touchdowns like every year. Like, that's what I'm saying. What, is, what he does can, he have to lose? Really, he's just gonna keep making money and slanging it. Well, that's what, I, I, as far as I would, I'd want him on the fucking Giants if anything. But I, but I don't think he, I don't think the want is there. Is what I'm saying. Uh, the Steelers also have the best offensive line in in football. They will have the best offensive line in football by next year too because they're all all four of them are on long term. I mean, four of the five of them are on long term contracts, and the continuity that's gonna be the fourth straight year they all work together, and that's continuity on an offensive line is extremely rare and valuable in the NFL. Yeah. So I, he's gonna stay. Back. He's gonna stay. All right. Um, anyway, staying in the NFL, let's get to the NFL season awards here. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> get. Give, we're gonna give out ours. These aren't the ones that are that are given out, obviously. But, um, well, well, they haven't been given out yet. I'm surprised Tim's as enthusiastic as he is because it is like it signifies the end of football. Yeah. It's you know what I um I get a little lost in fantasy sometimes during fo- the football season, and I don't uh, I don't know I don't I I I lose the little intricacies sometimes. Of like wins and losses, and it brings me back. I fuck, I fuck with playoff football so much. That's my shit. Playoff everything is my shit. Ooh. Obviously, I mean it's just like. But I, I mean, I the intensity. I feel myself getting more excited for football, baseball, and basketball when the playoffs start. Mm. Anyway, uh, so season award. Who is the coach of the year? Ooh, starting. starting uh, Pete Carroll. Mm, like it. I'm going Pete Carroll. I think the. 
the massive turnaround of that roster, both offensively and defensively, and he got them into the playoffs. I think is very impressive. All the big names that they lost, the core that they lost too, the turmoil. Let's not forget they had the Earl Thomas incident too that they had to deal with. Also, uh, Doug Baldwin, they're probably their best offensive player up until the emergence of Chris Carson and uh, Tyler Lockett. Pray, pray for Joe. Um, <laughs> you know he was he was kind of limited. I, Doug Baldwin had a disappointing season this year. You know I thought he could finish as a top ten wide receiver. Losing you lose Paul Richardson, you lose Jimmy Graham. The only person that Russ was really comfortable with was was Doug Baldwin and he was hobbled and then you look you look over and Tyler Lockett they had the highest a dot and they had the highest uh quarterback wide receiver com uh, completion rate it was Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson and then it was like Ty Hill and um and Pat Mahomes so it was one of the better one-two uh, punches in, in football since you're mentioning that too perfect passer rating when throwing to Tyler Lockett for Russell Wilson, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, so and this was a guy who I remember I was laughing at him getting a, what is it, a 9 or $10 million contract mm -hmm. like annually. I was like, dude, he's a bona fide special teamer. You know, he Robert Woods me again, boss. Uh, I, I think Pete Carroll, man, in this defense too, this defense, their defense is not like they could get pressure on the quarterback, and that's what I think makes their defense good. So I'm going with Pete Carroll, man. He still got the juice. Mm. What you got, Tim? Uh, I got Frank Reich. Uh, I went into why Frank Reich was my coach of the overall year, and that's going to continue into this. I mean, if you if you watch this guy speak, he's kind of got that, um, like, he's tough, but he's also considerate. He's like a grandfather almost. Like, you know, your grandfather, you, like, you would love to hear him speak, but you'd also be scared shitless of him. At least I was. And so... He reminds me of that. He has he has that calm power, that calm strength, and he he really believes in his team, and it shows through. He took the team from one and five, turned them around to get a ten and, to ten and six on the season. And when he went through the um, progression of the season, he told his team like, "We just want to get better every single quarter." And the team ended up going one and four, two and two, three and one, four and zero oh, in each quarter of the season. So. That team got a game better every single quarter of the season, and now you're looking forward. I'm going to mention – I'll just mention this later, but uh, the Colts have a chance to be – and I know you guys don't agree with me, but I think the Colts have a chance to be one of the, the scarier teams in the AFC that could make some noise. I also think the Colts are set up to be good for like 10 straight years. So I, I think get used to Frank Reich being um, in the conversation for Coach of the Year for years to come. I got uh, Tim's boy, Matt Nagy. I almost picked Matt Nagy, bro. <laughs> Frank Reich is a man. I'm surprised though. you didn't. Uh, yeah. 12, 12 and yeah. 4 in his first year with the Bears. He kind of solidified trading up for Mitch Trubisky at the number two pick the year before um, for the Bears uh, in his second year. Um, first division title since 2010. And he kind of revived the Monsters of the Midway that used to be called for that fearful defense. Like, he brought in, they drafted Roquan Smith and he brought in Cleo Mack and then Danny Trevathan and Leonard Floyd. So, all around, they're just a monster team. Um, and it's his first year as a head coach from coming on there, Andy Reid. And, yeah, he really turned it up this year, hosting a playoff game. We're in position to play for a bye week. Um, in the offseason where everyone was talking about the Packers and the, the Vikings, where the Vikings made the biggest offseason splash getting Kirk Cousins, they went out and traded for Khalil Mack, and the rest was history. They took off. Hmm. So I got Mack Nagy as coach of the year. Doing a lot with a little, too, I think. On offense, yeah. On offense, yeah. yeah defense. That's his specialty, so. Yeah. He really turned out. I mean, Tariq Cohen became a player this year, whereas it was mostly Jordan Howard the years before that. So he's really kind of in introduced, like, the college game. He's made uh, Mr. Trubisky comfortable as the ultimate, you know, X factor, I believe. So. Yeah. 
I he, got Matt Nagy as coach of the year. That offense that he runs too is so uh, it's exotic. So he that running game you were talking about, he switches off of it so well with his exotic passes, and it really works as an offense. Buster Bisky uses feet, which is a weapon of right. his. Uh, all right, what about offensive rookie of the year? Please all have the same answer. I don't. I don't. I got a uh, and he's not going to win it because an offensive lineman never wins it. But I'm going Quentin Nelson. That's a good idea. Uh, Quentin Nelson, you want to talk about domination? This guy has become a viral sensation with. Uh, oh, you like the wordplay there? It got you horny, didn't it? <laughs> uh, yo, he's become a viral sensation because of how much pressure he puts on defensive linemen. Like this guy, legit attacks them, pancakes them, all that shit. Andrew Luck, their offensive line got they. He got sacked only 18 times led the the least in the NFL, right? And this is a, a dude who's getting sacked like 50-plus times a season. And he's the reason for that. Like, he's the main reason for that. Uh, Marlon Mack has become a really solid running back, too, because he runs behind his side of the ball the majority of the time. It's him and uh, Costanzo, I, b- I believe, is the, the left tackle there. Mm-hmm. So that's where they attack uh, on the ground more. And Quentin Nelson has just been an absolute beast. I thought he was the best player in the draft, but you're never going to take an offensive lineman that high. You know, and the Colts nah, offensive linemen have gotten one before. Tackles, not a guard. Yeah, left uh, tackles yeah. have, but not like an like a guard. You know, uh, but yeah. he's just he's never going to get talked up for this award. So I figure, you know, he deserve it. I, I like that. I'm I'm going chalk. Saquon Barkley's the rookie of the year, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand twenty eight yards from scrimmage, fifteen total TDs. He had three hundred and fifty two total touches. Now the Giants had uh, averaged sixty one plays run per game. That was towards the bottom of the league. Um, if you average all this out, he touched the ball. Get, how, how much do you think he touched the ball? I don't F- know. Felt answer, like forty percent, thirty-six percent of the time. He was literally the Giants' entire offense all season long. Uh, we were actually talking with Danny uh, in here, and he's like, "Yo, Eli Manning," and he said the final numbers, and they weren't that bad. A lot of that to do because he threw Saquon. Over and over and over and over. And say 90 something catches. Yes. Yeah, and, yo, catches. That's how you revive a career right there, man. That's how you get a good season out of a season that if the eye test of, of Eli Manning was this guy is shit, right? But the numbers add up because when you dump it off to Saquon Barkley, good things happen. Um, Saquon Barkley was overwhelming. So he is my rookie of the year. Yeah, I have Saquon too. For all the reasons Tim said, I mean, 91 catches, 2,000 yards from scrimmage, and 15 touchdowns. But, yo, you got to throw Baker Mayfield in there. Too. Yeah, for like, sure. I thought some of you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that. You uh, surprised like, me with all your choices so far. Almost a winning record. If they would have won the last game of the season, they would have had a winning record, and they had a chance to uh, ultimately throw a pick. But finish with 27 touchdowns, I think it was. Did the Browns picks. make the right decision? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard really, to it's hard to say that hard to say he, they didn't. Yeah, his attitude fits Cleveland. Like he was a. I like him, man. Yeah, me too. He was a he was a kid that had to earn it, man, and he had to earn it in high school. He had to earn it in college, and now he's got to go to the worst franchise in the history of the NFL and earn it there. And he's the perfect guy for that. Yeah, I saw on the um, you know, the infamous quarterback jersey. Yeah, yeah. I saw it was replaced with just the Mayfield jersey. Nice so. fire. Good for them, yo. They've been doing a lot. The right decision. They replaced the jersey. That's got to say something. It's dope, man. I like their team. Straight Mayfield. Uh, Defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to stick with it. Derwin James. Yep. Uh, Over 100 tackles. Only player in the NFL with uh, over 100 tackles, three interceptions, and over three sacks. Completely changed the entire secondary of the L.A. Chargers. He is a tremendous run stuffer. Pro Football Focus graded him as the number three rated defensive back as a rookie 
ever. Uh, so that's high praise coming from PFF. And, you know, 19 pass deflections as well, too. And the Chargers are one of the better teams against the tight end due to his pass coverage. So I'm staying with Derwin James. He actually, PFF gave him Defensive Rookie of the Year also. Boss, it's not the award we really want. We want that AP one so the Lamb could cash his ticket in. But I'm sticking with Derwin James, man. Hmm. I want to pick Derwin James because he was my rookie of the year in the preseason, and I want to be right. But it's Darius Leonard, man. I, I think it's – look, this guy was is all over the field, right? 163 tackles, right? Led the NFL. Plus he had seven, seven sacks. Only two players since 2000 have had 130 or more tackles and seven-plus sacks in a season. Just for good measure, too, he added four forced fumbles, two interceptions – and eight quarterback hits. The dude was everywhere. He was an animal. He's the Andrew Luck of the defense. He was in coverage. He was tackling the runners. He was tackling the the slot receivers. He was getting pressure on the quarterback. He's an absolute disruptor. He's the he was a difference. He's a guy that makes the Colts defense from historically the worst defense ever to a pretty good defense that's solid. And uh, Darius Leonard is my rookie of the year, uh, unfortunately, because Derwin James, man, I think I think we're all rooting for Derwin James in here. Yeah, I have Darius Leonard as well. I mean, you talk about Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, how they're pillars around uh, Andrew Luck. Like, well, Darius Leonard's the pillar on defense. And like Tim said, seven sacks, two picks. Like he was flying all over the place. I think he had a hundred plus solo tackles. So that alone just that's shows you crazy. What a beast he is. And that's like, Ray Lewis numbers. Yeah, man. it's crazy. It's he didn't lead rookies in tackles. He led the NFL in tackles. Mm-hmm. Keekley did that too. His rookie year, and he won uh, rookie of the year. Look where Keekley's at now. Yeah. Uh, dude, dude's the, the truth, bro. He, he looks like a freak on the field too. Like he stands out. Nah, he, is, he is. Though. He is. They found dope. him in the second round out of South Carolina State too. So small school and not a first round pick. Like South Carolina State really earned his keep. Yo, not for nothing. We didn't give an executive of the year award, but if anyone didn't pick Chris Ballard, yeah, like <laughs> for sure. Dude, that guy hit home runs on everything. And he picked up all those draft picks from the Jets, too. So he has those right. draft picks. But that don't matter, though, because you found your quarterback. So you're chilling. But the Colts, you found your quarterback, and you got $100 million in cash base, and you basically got three first-round picks this week, this year. Yeah. Yeah. They are so chilling. Um, offensive player of the year. Uh, the reason why I didn't mention Saquon Barkley <laughs> is because it's Saquon Barkley for offensive player of the year. Mm. Uh, over 2,000 yards total, like Tim said. Here's the thing, right? Uh, Todd Gurley, right? Good for you. You had a great year, but you're also playing behind the best offensive, one of the best offensive lines, one of the best offenses. You rarely face eight man boxes. Yo, Eli could not throw. I'm sorry. Those numbers, the, the 21 touchdowns that Danny was rattling off over, that, that didn't impress me. I watched every game of the Giants closely. Uh, he doesn't have it anymore. They clearly would sell out to stop Saquon, and the dude would still put up the numbers and was productive he had what two bad games dude was a beast absolute beast out the backfield running through the tackles everything does not get hit on the does not get taken down on the first hit like this guy was the offensive player of the year this dude also jumps from the five yard line and fucking like dunks the ball in the end (laughs) yeah i was like like, what the fuck is you ever see that scene in the end of space yeah (laughs) that's what it looks like and yo they he couldn't uh eli couldn't get the ball to odell they didn't have evan ingram for the majority of the year sterling shepherd has been a dud right the offensive line is really bad like we pointed out and a lot of times it would be all saquon stop number 26 and like you couldn't you couldn't yeah, that's why he's he's not my rookie of the year because I want to show love to Quentin Nelson, but he's my offensive player of the year. 
Uh, Todd Gurley is my offensive player of the year, although Saquon's a good a good one. Uh, he missed a couple games and kind of cooled down towards the end of the year, so you kind of forget just how good he was. 1,251 yards and 17 touchdowns on the ground. Let's remember also that he just kind of gave up on two of them and took knees in the front of the end zone. One really smart decision, one really dumb decision. Um, 59 catches and 580 yards and four touchdowns out of the backfield. Only fumbled one time this season. And considering, like, remember I was talking about how uh, Saquon Barkley is 35, 36% of Giants offense? Todd Gurley is 33-plus um, 33%, sorry, plus of the Rams offense. So he's he's a third of the number two offense in the league. So if you're a third of the number two offense in the league, you are a productive human being that is making the people around you better. And I think that's the case for Todd Gurley. So Todd Gurley, um, shout out to Todd Gurley. The number one pick uh, in many fantasy leagues did not disappoint. Uh, shout out to MP <laughs> on that one. Uh, <laughs> Todd Gurley's he's not MVP. over it. Yeah, if it makes you feel better... He, he ain't even he ain't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I got Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, wow. I like that too. I like that too. <laughs> CMC killed him. Player of the year, yeah, bro. Yeah. I have in my eyes, he's the trendsetter, bro, for the the receiving running back. Like out of college, nobody said he'd thrive as a as a running back, and he has. And he's catching passes now. He had over a hundred catches for a running back. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Eight hundred plus yards receiving, thirteen total touchdowns. All while being sixth in the league in rushing, so he does it from every aspect. He could do it on special teams too if he wants. So, but when it comes to offense, this dude is involved in every play. He's on the field every down. Uh, there's yeah. no third down back for him. He's not a third down back. He's a legit running back. And I look at him like Kamara, like all these guys. Like you saw the Cowboys start utilizing Zeke, who could also mm-hmm. be in this conversation uh, more out of the backfield. That's when they started turning things around. Saquon from the jump was utilized as a pass catcher. So. I like to think CMC started that. Yeah, even though it's only what his second year in the league. I like that too because look, they didn't really, they don't really have anyone else on that offense that scares you, right? Yeah, it's Cam running, and then it's it's all McCaffrey. So he he balled out. I like I like that. That's a, that's a nice pick. And he ran between the tackles for the first time this year. Everyone said he couldn't, and he proved them wrong. Right. Gotta love that. Also, I just what are you doing over there? What's that? What this? Yeah, yeah. Was the reach? Nah. <laughs> I also want to point out that I played Danny the other day in Madden. He had the Panthers, and uh, Christian McCaffrey had 22 catches. <laughs> Did he finally beat you? <laughs> Did you play a 15-minute oh, legit oh, game? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I, I beat him that game. Uh. Uh, let's, get, let's go get crazy, guys. Um, all right, defensive player of the year. I mean, I, I think the there's an, do you want to go with this one? I, I feel it's going to be the, the one team you've had a boner for the whole year. I mean, oh, I, I'm, I'm. Who are you going with? Yeah, it's Khalil Mack, without a doubt. Oh, right? I, I, I was gonna say it's Aaron Donald, without a doubt. Now I was gonna present Khalil Mack as being contrarian. Oh no, nah, I think it's Khalil Mack. I man. think it's Khalil Mack too. Yeah, I'll, I'll go if you think it's Khalil. Yeah, Mack. Yeah. yeah. All right, so twelve and a half sacks. Who you got, Aaron Donald? No, no, it's Khalil Mack. Oh, uh, uh, okay. no, but I, I thought I was being contrarian. I thought these two were gonna have oh. Aaron Donald because if you if you look for the stats, the stats are there for Aaron Donald. Like it would be stupid to try and compare the stats, even though Khalil Mack led the league in forced fumbles. Um. I think what you see is the uh, is like the impact on the Bears defense as a whole. Now I'm going to talk about the Bears a lot in this episode. Uh, I just want to let you know that. So please take a mental note of these stats surprise, that I'm about to say because I'm not going to repeat them. The last two seasons, the Bears combined for 33 uh, turnovers combined. This season, 35 turnovers. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Khalil Mack is constantly double teamed, constantly getting pressure on the quarterback. They have 35. 
takeaways, just like I said, 107 points off of turnovers. They've also added 45 sacks. A lot of those sacks come from Khalil Mack getting double teamed. Only four teams in the last 10 years have 35 takeaways and 45 sacks. Their defensive efficiency, uh, DVOA, which Nick and I like to talk about a lot when it comes to fantasy, is by such a large margin, number one over the number two team, that it's the same margin between the number two team and the number 11 team. That's how much better they've been than everyone else. They allow the lowest quarterback rating in the league by the same margin between one and two that they do between two and eight. Do, do you understand how That's much wild. They, they lead the league in interceptions 27? This defense is the Kansas City Chiefs of defense. <laughs> and I don't think people realize how good they've been because the sexiness of all these throws and all these all these new young quarterbacks hopping on the scene and slinging the ball and no-look passes and yada, yada, yada. And here we are. This Bears defense is one of the best we've seen and no one's paying attention to it. And one of the reasons why I have been paying attention to it is because I had the Bears defense in fantasy. I picked them every week on this show. Mitch Trubisky was my fantasy quarterback. So without even realizing it, I was paying a lot of attention to the Bears this year. And their defense is phenomenal. It's it's Every single level of their defense has arguably an all-pro on it. And when you're looking at that on top of the fact that they control the ball on offense and they have a coaching staff that is in the running for coaching staff of the year, Khalil Mack's a defensive player of the year because of the impact that he's had on the defense. Mm. So Khalil Mack is my defensive player. Not only that, but immediate impact. Immediate. Yeah, but yeah that's, why, that's why I think, too. Like he, he really changed the entire culture of that team. Like Their defense was good. He made them because a lot of the pieces are the same outside of him and Roquan Smith. And he Roquan made, Smith also is a really good Oh, yeah, team. without a doubt. Yeah, but they had, like, Danny Trevathan. They had uh, Leonard Floyd also. So they had linebackers there. They just didn't have a pass rusher. Mm. Akeem Hicks. Yo, these 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 guys that are are on the – look, if you were looking at – I'm looking at the PFF grades right now. Roquan Smith is their lowest-graded player. Is he really? On the field. He's their lowest-graded player. And he's been, he's been balling. He's in the conversation for rookie of the year. That's how good they've been. Eddie Jackson is their number one-ranked safety. Adrian Amos is their number eight ranked safety. Their 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 corners are both in the top ten. Mukamaro has been balling, and Fuller's good too. And they've been balling because they have they they have mad you they have little time. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah, cover yeah. for like two yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I we'll talk about this more when they face Philly. But we'll, we'll yeah I'll talk about that more when they face Philly. What I'm gonna say. Yeah, I have Cleo Mack too. So really clean sweep. Yeah. No Aaron Donalds at all. I mean, you could put Aaron Donald in there, but realistically, if Cleo Mack didn't miss time. I don't think it'd be a conversation for this award. Yeah, he did miss games too. He missed a couple games, yeah. Who? Khalil Mack. That's what I'm saying. So if yeah, he yeah. didn't miss time, like this wouldn't be. And also, I think like the Rams played with a lot of big leads, so his numbers, his sack numbers are a little inflated. Like he got three sacks against the Niners, and it was because we're up 28 nothing. you know? So I don't know. I, it's still impressive. Like I think he, he had 20 sacks. Yeah, 20 Honestly, he's half. probably going to win it, though, I think. Yeah, maybe. Because 20 sacks is. 20 and a half. 20 and a half sacks is. It's crazy. That's fucking wild. Yeah. 20, especially from a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you want to add anything? No, no. I'm good. Yeah. I think it's the fact that, that Rams defense is kind of like shitty overall. You know? That's probably why. Think about how bad they'd be if he wasn't on the team. Can't believe we all went Khalil Mack. I'm, I'm happy and surprised. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's get MVPs. I mean, if it's not Pat Mahomes, it's an absolute travesty. Mm. Like, yo, 
Drew Brees, uh, I, I think he threw like 15 more passing touchdowns than Drew Brees. Um, <laughs> so the, the, had 5,000 yards also, ran some into on the ground. Uh, people are nitpicking that he's lost. The four games he lost were against like really good teams and whatnot. It's like, yo, he also had the lead with two minutes left in every single one of those games. He had the lead against the Pats. He had the lead against the Rams when we were watching it too. And it's like, yo. He had a lead against the uh, the Chargers also on Thursday Night Football. It's like, yo, he plays with the worst, probably the worst defense in football. It's like them in Tampa Bay. Uh, it's like one and two. I know, like, it, it, they're ranked at the bottom. Like, all their players suck outside of, like, Justin Houston. And I still haven't seen Eric Berry do anything good, you know? So it's like, they're, it's really him. If they don't put up 40 points, they're going to lose because we've seen it, <laughs> right? They, he's put up 50 51. points and he's put up 40 points and they've lost. So it's like, yo, it's not him. And, I, I mean, Pat Mahomes is having a... He had a historic year. He hit 50 touchdowns. Only two other people have done that. Like, you can have a great year, but if your shit is historic, that's why Russell Wilson... Uh, sorry, that's why Russell Westbrook won MVP a couple years ago because he had a historic season. And that's what Pat Mahomes had. I think it was kind of like Jacob deGrom for Cy Young. Like... Yeah, he had a historic yeah. year. So even though he but didn't, I, but it is a little different than the. It ground. is because like, they won the one seed right, right, in the right. AFC. They but I'm saying if you're the best team in the conference, you could say Breeze though if you're looking at wins because he did get two more wins than Mahomes. So it's like all right, they're they got him in that. But if you're looking at wins, I, you can't really because like Nick said, historic, bro. It's yeah. like, who's it been? It's been Brady and Manning and Manning, yeah, and Mahomes. And, and yo, I also think Mahomes didn't have a stinker like. Uh, Breeze had against the Cowboys. Yo, that was a bad point. He looked like a JV quarterback. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. I think that award right away, I know in, me and Ippy spoke about it a lot. We're like, yo, how is Mahomes a, a plus? He was like plus 240 at one point. In week 13, 14 to win MVP, we're like, dude, it's crazy. Jump on that shit. Yeah, I got Mahomes too. 5K and 50 should speak for itself. Like, those numbers pop. And he wasn't like, he's not playing this weekend. He has the one seed and they're the best team in the AFC. So, Word. That's similar thing. to similar to Breeze and, and the Saints, like how they're the one seed. They're, granted, they lo- uh, won two less games. They're still the one seed in the in the conference. Best they the did conference. what they wanted to do. Right, uh, that's your goal in your conference to be the one. Right, the one seed. It's I, I want if Breeze wins this, it's a lifetime achievement award, as much as it is a season award. Final ride. Because there's, I mean, he did have the best quarterback rating in the league, sure, but there's no. Bro, viable no excuse Mahomes like came in this is truly like it's not his rookie year but he only started one game last year in the regular season um so this is truly like his first year playing yeah. and like he did things that we never seen really coming into this year like the no look pass scrambling like improvising making plays on the run like crazy shit that you don't see with other quarterbacks he made it look easy so. I feel like getting a football boner Go watch a highlight reel of Pat Mahomes. I have a giant football boner. <laughs> it's a different type of boner. Mm. All right, cool. Uh, football boner. It's a football boner. And now that we got footballer those out of the way, uh, let's get to Wild Card Weekend. Mm. Preview some of these games. Starting with Colts at the Texans. Okay, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck. Can I start this one off just because I have a little story? No, no. This this team oh, these teams. I'll start it off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> these teams time. are like uh, star-crossed lovers. Like um, this is going to be awful. Like their 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 fates are intertwined this season. All right, and it all started with one play in Week Four. Uh, the Texans opened the year zero and three. Let's let's set the scene. All right, You're, the Texans 
They're 0-3 looking awful in the process. I remember we came here and we made fun of Nick for his uh, Texans um, pick, and he was even he was even like not believing. Like, you're, you're the Texans' biggest fan. Even you were having doubts at that point. Mm. Any Texans fan who told you that they, they thought this team could go 9-0 and after this was just lying. The Colts and Texas both shitty, right? The Colts aren't winless, but they have one win. Battling like crazy. Overtime comes. They both kick field goals. So now it's tied at 34, and the Colts are driving with less than a minute left. And they're facing a fourth and four on their own 44. Yeah. And Frank Reich decides to go for it. And that decision to go for it and that miss, the rest was history. Um, DeAndre Hopkins catches the pass. The Texans kick a field goal. That propels them forward on a nine-game winning streak. Meanwhile, the Colts... They drop to one and three, but Frank Reich does something that day that resonates with the team. And that what resonates is he believes in them. Right? That's this is a young team. They have twenty players that are in their first or second year, the Colts. Right? Yeah. He believes they, they have the youngest roster in football. Yeah. So this is this is he I believe in you, he's telling them. I'm going for the win. I'm not going for no tie. Because if they punt it away, they're going for a tie. Don't forget he also comes from Philly. Doug Peterson, the aggressive nature, Philly special, all that shit too. So he so he shows these young kids. That he could, that it's time. It's turn up time. And after a few more losses, they catch fire. And the very same Colts squad that sparked a winning streak for the Texans, they meet again in week 14. And the Colts snap the Texans' nine game winning streak at home in a three point game. So that's two three point games that these guys have played. Both teams on the road have won. And that starts a streak for the Colts. That they're on now, they've won eight of their last nine games, and here we are. And these two teams, I think, are, are destined to get together. Um, I think the Colts are going to win. I think that the Colt, the the Texans' strength of pass rush is going to be canceled out by the Colts' strength of an offensive line. And I just believe in Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck has... Look, if you give me a guy like Andrew Luck who already loved the game so much, and all of a sudden you give him an injury... And he comes back, and all he could talk about is how he has a newfound appreciation for the game. Like, can you imagine if Andrew Luck loves football more than original Andrew Luck loves football? I want that guy on my team. So I think that the Colts are, are going to win this game on the strength of... Remember, I, we said this on one of our episodes. Is it better to be lucky or good when the play... I mean, hot or good when the playoffs start? Nah, I, well, I, I like to say, and you know, to pick up from where you left off, uh, hot or healthy... Mm. And right now the Texans are not healthy. Um, you know they they need this guy Carter to like see five targets a game and shit. And you know this is a guy who's on the practice squad. Um, you know they need they're banking on Kiki QT to play. That's how you know it's bad. Demarius Thomas out. Well, Fuller we know about that because that's why they made the trade. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get his because DeAndre Hopkins always gets his. Um, you need guys like Ryan Griffin to step up because the Colts are one of the worst teams at defending the tight end this year. Um, you know, the Texans gave up the most quarterback hits, pressures, tackles, and sacks in the league. Deshaun Watson gets hit all the time. And the Colts, shady, have a really good defense. In the last seven games, they've given up 15 points a game. Spearheaded by Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker in the back back there, too. Uh, their secondary is not trash, though you would think it, it might be. They really game-planned uh, DeAndre Hopkins out the second time they played him. He only caught four passes for 30 yards, scored a garbage touchdown at the end. But the first game, he had, like, 11 and 162 and two touchdowns so the the way to stop the texans is to stop deandre hopkins and i think i really think the colts could do that yeah it's interesting i'm looking in the trenches too just who's gonna stop Clowney and watt 
that old line we talk about can Andrew Luck have enough time to stand up to make passes downfield? And I agree, like they've been looking for that Will Fuller replacement since he went down with yeah. that ugly knee injury at the goal line on that deep bomb. One and a half more touchdowns per game for Deshaun Watson when Will Fuller's on the field. Right. Yeah. So and that was his guy, like downfield, like he was always looking for Will Fuller. Uh, also interesting match if you just look at it from last year's perspective where these two were the two teams sitting home. Watson had that that brutal injury. Luck wasn't even playing. They both get their quarterbacks back. Now the Titans and the Jaguars were both in last year, both out, and these two step mm-hmm. in. So it's an intriguing flip-flop in the South, and, and oddly enough, they meet up the first weekend of the playoffs. So. I, mean, I mean, yo, I, f- I feel like I had this division figured out from the beginning because obviously the Jaguars are going to dominate that division when they didn't play Luck or Watson last year right, right. at all. So you benefit from the macho man, Tommy Savage, coming in there and whoever else the culture are throwing out there. Macho yeah. man, Brissette, Tommy Savage. You know? God, I miss that guy just saying his name. But, but yeah, like that's why, yo, if you have your quarterback, you have a chance. Yo, the craziest stat that, that I read, since he became a starter at Clemson till now, do you know how many times Deshaun Watson has lost a game by more than seven points, more than one possession, in his whole his whole career, NFL and in college? Like how one. many games he's lost? How many games he's, he's lost? Lose much in college from <laughs> from when when he when he became the, one the the starter at Clemson until now. How many games he, they've lost by more than one one possession? Six. Thoughts, six. Tim? Six. Four. Two. Zero. Ooh. He plays games close. He's he's a quarterback that just he's he always sticks around, right? And one thing that they've started doing weeks six through six through fourteen, uh, seventeen design runs for Deshaun Watson since week 14, 24. So it's like, yo, we don't have Will Fuller, we don't have these guys. It's only D Hop and hey, yo, Lamar. We need he's Lamar to get going. Nah, we need Lamar been, to get going. He's been terrible. He's, yeah, he's. I don't know what happened. I, I feel like after, he gave it all for that one long ass run on Monday night. That was it. It's That's like it. when Johan threw the no hitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quiet <laughs> after that. Yo, it was dead. So, uh, shout out to Impy. Got scarred by both of those guys. <laughs> so, so, it's like, yo, we need to we need to use our playmaker. And Deshaun Watson, man, not for nothing, when that guy gets rolling, like, he's a beast. And I, I think it's going to come down to that old cliche, whoever has the rock last, I think he's going to win this game. Yeah, and you look at it like Andrew Luck has playoff experience like he's gotten to New England. But yeah. In his own right, like Deshaun Watson has some college football playoff experience, like playing Bama, playing these big-ass stadiums. So, I like... I don't even look at experience when it comes to that. Like, even though it's his first playoff appearance, he's still got, like, big game pedigree. Yeah, yeah the stage is not going to be too big yeah. for him. Yeah, then the stage is never too big for Deshaun Watson. He's sure. he's built for the big stage. One thing that I think we forgot to mention, though, was T.Y. Hilton. Oh, my God, I was going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, T.Y. Yeah. T- Hilton, you wanna, did you sure throw boy. up that picture? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I have that picture. I have that. Pi- I posted it on the Instagram, yeah. at Veterans Minimum. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, 14 games against the Texans. Joe, are you sitting down? Because it's crazy. 76 catches, 1,445 yards, nine touchdowns. It's 14 games. This isn't even a full season. 100 yards. And look, this is also with like four games without Andrew Luck. Jacoby? That's daddy. It's it's because that that secondary for for, um, Houston... It, they're slow. Yeah, like they don't. They they don't the have. The safeties either. are fast, but the corners, the corners are really are yeah. Like Jonathan slow. Joseph still plays. Yeah, so they, they he's got to be. 30 he burns him. Yeah, forty five. He was old in like twenty twelve. Yeah, still playing. <laughs> he was old the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where are you guys leaning? I think the Colts, man. As much as I don't want to say it, you know, I do. I do, heart wants the Texans to win because we still have that ticket and we still have we still have a. 
we still have a dog in the fight, but yo, they're the healthier team. They're the hotter team too. So you parlay both. I think I think the the Colts win this game. I I agree. I think the Colts win the game. Yeah, I, I kind of like the Colts in this game. I got the Colts too. I, I yeah, think the Colts have a chance to. And like I said before, I think the Colts have a really good chance to surprise a lot of people and maybe make it out of a AFC that's vulnerable because we talked about how and bad be the greatest team of all time, right, Tim? <laughs> yeah, I got. I gotta say because what, what to, from one in five to Super Bowl champion would be up there for discussion, greatest team of all time. <laughs> Yo, I I got I gotta say this too. The Texans benefited from having the easiest strength of schedule of any team in the league too. You know, like I like to nitpick at teams. Like I'm gonna get at Chicago in a little bit. Like who did you play? Right, you do play like Boss says who's on your schedule, but Texans didn't really have any impressive wins. They beat up on a lot of like slapdick teams. Now you mm. could say the win in like Denver was impressive because they beat the Steelers and they beat the Chargers, but it's like, you know, you benefited from having a weak schedule. And right now they're just they're just banged up. The mm. defense is gonna have to really play exceptional. Mm. All right. Uh moving on to our next matchup. We have the Seahawks going into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Uh Interesting game. This is also a rematch. They played earlier this year, week three. Um, different squads. Different squads, different circumstances, too. Seattle needed that win more because, you know, back up against the ropes. But you can say that now with the playoffs. Um, I think the one big thing you got to watch here is, like, status of players, right? Like, is Sean Lee going to play? What's what's good with Leighton Vander Esch? I know he got hobbled against the Giants. I, I know those guys are probably going to play, but, like, how healthy are they? And also David Irving. He uh he's not playing this week and Crawford. So that's two guys that are really good run stuffers for them. And what Seattle likes to do is run the rock. Like Chris Carson's coming in on a four game stretch of over twenty five total touches. And this was a guy that they were saying how they wanted to ease him up going into the playoffs because he had such a big workload. Yo, against the Cowboys, he had thirty two carries. Two thousand eight, no one has thirty plus carries anymore. Rarely. Mm. So it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting with these with these the statuses of these players. Chris Carson is a, a classic runner. Uh, he's like, Curtis Martin was the best at getting 30 carries and getting three yards per carry for the first 17 or 18 carries and then busting out big ones. Me and boss will watch that all the time. And he, he, he really wears down defenses. Um, but these two, these two teams I think are very similar. It's the number one rushing offense in the league. It's the number one rusher in the league. So the, the combination right, of right. Seattle versus Ezekiel Elliott, you got the big boys going against each other. I think the difference is the QBs. Um, Russell Wilson is, if you don't think Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, you're just not paying attention or you're a hater. Um, if you don't think he's one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the league, you're not paying attention. Um, I, I think a lot of hoopla has been given to Amari Cooper coming back to Dallas and it has had a giant, a massive effect on the play of Dak. But I don't even think he's the biggest wide receiver addition in this game. Doug Baldwin, and I know every time I say that you cringe a little bit. <laughs> Doug Baldwin is healthy, and it's a key for this. I could not believe this stat when I saw it. And I still don't believe it even though I saw it with my eyes. Listen to this. In the five games that Doug Baldwin missed or uh, was hobbled, Let me had stop, to, had to leave. There. I went 0-5. Move forward. <laughs> <laughs> he know all about those games, man. The Seahawks overall dead last in explosive plays. In the other games that Doug Baldwin played with played in, the Seahawks, number one overall in explosive plays. What is an explosive play? It's plays of over 20 yards. Okay. 
That is a massive, massive difference. And we already went over how good Russell Wilson is throwing to Tyler Lockett. When this guy targets his wide receivers, his wide receivers produce. I think that the play of Russell Wilson, his ability to extend, extend the pocket, I mean extend drives, and his ability to work off the play action, and the ability of the Seahawks to run, I think that the Seahawks win this game against the Cowboys. I, I also think the, the coaching staffs are are a big – I think the it's a Pete Carroll is a big advantage over Jason Garrett. Uh the, the Cowboys are one of the more stacked teams roster-wise in the league, and they're just a bunch of fumbling idiots <laughs> running, running that entire franchise. Like, How many mistakes can you make over and over again? It's it's getting a little old now. I like the Cowboys, yo. I think your boy got to do a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. He's got to eat. <laughs> he so. had eight yards per carry against them back in week three. And right, then they right. just stopped giving them the ball. They're also a different team at home. They were 7-1 and this year at yep, home. So. Yep. Dak is in the comfort of his own home. He had a career year in passing yards. Cooper helped coming in. Um, you notice a couple of bad games. So, Amari, he go back to Cooper. No more yeah, Nooper. Yeah, no more Tim. Noops. Yeah, how quickly they <laughs> fall, man. I mean, look. I actually, Amari Nooper. Uh, he, um, he's very, very good against man coverage, which is against the like what you usually hear in the media. Where he struggles is against zone coverage. Like He struggles really mightily against zone coverage, and Seattle plays the fourth most zone coverage in the league. Yeah, so, Dak also struggles against zone too. So, Mar- so that's going to be a real big X factor to see how they play against the zone coverage because that's that's one of those coaching discrepancies that I talked about where they're really good against the the man because they work off play action a lot, but in that zone where play action isn't as effective, they're not as effective. So it's going to be I'm I'm interested in seeing how Amari Cooper or Amari Nooper uh, plays <laughs> in this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a grind though. Like you said, I mean, you mentioned the number one rushing attack with Carson and Co. First thousand yard rusher, by the way, since Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl year, and Zeke. Like, who can establish? Like, this could be like a ten seven game. Like, just a lot of punts, or who's going to be on the field longer, or whatnot. So, um, yeah, I see this being an offensive struggle um, for both sides. But I got the Cowboys coming on top just by virtue of them being home. I think Zeke will be able to get going a bit, and they'll establish themselves at home. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Dallas too. I think, man, I I just. There's something, like, I'm worried about Demarcus Lawrence. I think he could cause mayhem against that offensive line. Mm. He could really make noise there, too. And I think, finally, your boy Michael Gallup might have himself a day. Michael Gallup. I'm going Seahawks with this one. All right. Uh, now we have the Chargers going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Nick's Yo, favorite I'm, team? I'm coming in hot. Yeah. Coming in hot, baby. They're hot. blowing them out? Hot. Chargers by three touchdowns. Wow. Telling you right now. All right, so here's the thing, right? I really looked into I'm, this. I'm glad he said that. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, ja- <laughs> Lamar Jackson is uh, six and one as a starter, right? They lost that one game to to Kansas City. Here's the thing. This is the only time this year that a team's getting to see him twice. I think that's a big factor, especially with the playmakers that the Chargers have defensively. I think that's huge. That coaching staff. Look, yo, RG three came into the league. Lit that shit up. Colin Kaepernick came into the league, lit that shit up. Why? Because no one's seen quarterbacks do that before. Even Cam Newton, his rookie year came in. I think he was the first quarterback as a rookie ever to throw 4,000 yards. Granted, different times. I totally understand. But I think now the Chargers have seen this team twice. I think um, they're they're getting some guys back. They're saying 20 to 25 snaps for Hunter Henry. Right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. going to be big. And if you're putting Hunter Henry out there, he's not going to block. You know that he's going to be... A guy that's going to go out there and catch passes, Melvin Gordon. He's coming in a little hobbled, but I think that you're going to have him there too. And, yo, you get Phillip Rivers, who has seen this de- defense already once, and not too long ago. They played two weeks ago. 
The one thing that I'm a little concerned, Joey. A little concerned. West Coast teams. They got fucked over by the NFL with the schedule. They're the only West Coast team that's playing this weekend that is playing at 1 o'clock. Whereas they should have had a either a Saturday game, play at 4.30, or you play. Because now you got to come into Baltimore. The last time a team won at a, at a 1 o'clock Eastern time game that came from the West Coast, body clock being 10 o'clock, was the Chargers in 2013 against the Bengals. So... It's a bad spot that the Chargers have been put in. But this is also a team that's 7-1 and one on the road. They play better out of L.A. So I need that bolo tie and them <laughs> nine kids to come through, man. Those nine kids. I'm glad you said that, Nick, because I want to I wanna go straight up. I want to make a bet with you. A straight up bet. What is it? Money line. Ravens win the game. Oh, no. Nah, you're giving me the points if we're doing that. Why? You just said about 21. Yeah, you just said you just said about 21. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the Ravens win. I there's not really a lot that you know a lot of numbers to back it up. I here's here's why I think the Ravens win this game. First of all, they're at home, and the Ravens are a different animal at home. They're much better at home. Uh, the running game is much more effective at home because of the crowd noise. Um, number two, Lamar Jackson. Although yes, this is the second time they're seeing him, and yes, uh, they have a easier job to. Uh, they figured out those old other guys. This is not the same guy. This is a guy that has run the ball 15-plus miles an hour 47 times this year. He also had his worst performance on the ground against the Chargers this year, 11 for 39 yards. Was that not, was that – what game was that in terms of his starting – his starts, his second game I mean, that, that was – I think the, they're – No, that was – they played two weeks ago. So, that, he had like five or six games in. But, all right, so – but you could also call it the best game in the air. That was his best air game against the Chargers. It was 109 so, yards, I think I it, mean, was. He was, and he, it was, and he was benefited from a 60-yard blown coverage by by Mark Andrews. But it happened, though. All right, fair. Yeah, it happened. But. All right. So, anyway, like I was saying, um, I don't believe in the Chargers coaching staff. That's one thing that we like. I think we're all high. Did we all pick the Chargers to make the playoffs? I think we all picked the Chargers to make the playoffs. And one thing that we kind of were all together on was like we really don't trust Anthony Lynn and the coaching staff over there. So. Do I trust that coaching staff to make the adjustments necessary to block what is going to be adjustments made by a coach that definitely can make those adjustments? I trust in John Harbaugh. He he's he has the pedigree and he is the like he he completely changed this offense from completely immobile tall white guy to Lamar Jackson. And he did it seamlessly and they made the playoffs, right? This defense also, if it wasn't for the Bears, they'd be the defense that everyone's talking about in the league. Um, defense wins championships. Defense, uh, I th- this Bolts team, and I know they've been hobbled the last couple weeks, they just don't stand out on the page in any single aspect of the game. They're kind of in the middle of the pack in rush defense. They're in the middle of the pack in pass defense. They're in the middle of the pack in rush offense. They're in the middle of the pack in rush and in, in, uh, in passing offense, in rush offense. So, like, they don't stand out anywhere, and the Ravens do. And they have a special player, and they have a special defense, so I'm taking the Ravens in this game. Yeah, I got the Ravens, too. I think their defense at home proves to be too much. And the Gus Bus and Kenny Dixon combo, I kind of like it. Kenny Dixon is finally healthy or whatnot. I mean, that dude, I've been high on that dude since he came out, and he's finally out there. So that's another weapon for Lamar Jackson in, in the you know short to intermediate pass game for him, considering like he doesn't really throw much to Snead or Crabtree. It's rare when you hear them making a play these days. Yeah, because um, he can't throw. I know, I know. Well, he can throw. Like I think you're you're bugging, but I don't think he could like. Bro, that's their offense. Like they don't let him throw. I mean, he doesn't have to throw for them to be successful. We've seen that. 
I wouldn't say he can't throw. Like he's made a couple. My, my point is like when he has to. But yeah. here's my thing. My point is my point being like I mean I'm gonna go with Chargers in this game for the simple fact that there's only he's the worst quarterback in the playoffs, right? Statistically, so, Nick Foles is the worst quarterback in the playoffs. He's the worst. He's a Super Bowl. Lamar champion. Jackson's the worst thrower in the playoffs. Okay, fair. Uh, he's just not a traditional quarterback. That's right, all. but here's my thing: Are the Ravens gonna win the Super Bowl? No. How do you know? I asked the wrong person. You think everyone <laughs> can win the fucking? You think our fucking Sunday team could win the Super Bowl? Apparently, not your team, my team. Woo! Someone's gonna stop them at some point, and and what point is that? I think playoffs. It's a it's a different thing. Yo, you don't think it's a big deal that this team has seen them twice, and it's gonna be the, they're the only team that Lamar Jackson they have they've seen him twice. No other team could say that this year. Lamar Jackson it's had 204 really yards passing, and he had a 101.3 quarterback rating against the Chargers. That's his best passing game by far. I just think that it's playoffs. It's like a different thing. It's not just like a regular season game, bro. I think teams play up, and like this team is a good record for a reason. But they're different, though. They wear teams down. They hold the ball for yes. m- That's the difference. minutes at a time. And can the Chargers adjust? Can the Chargers adjust at halftime? What if they come out... And Lamar Jackson throws the ball in the first 12 plays. They're going to be completely fucking flabbergasted. Yeah, but that won't happen. It happened in the second game with Lamar Jackson, if you remember. It happened. It wasn't a smart decision, but it happened. Then he gets picked. What do you want me to say? He he doesn't doesn't (laughs) turn the ball over. He he had one two-interception game against the Raiders. But besides that, he has one interception in his first start. And then it was was it. They don't get a Super Bowl out of me. Believe that. He hasn't turned the ball over in one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Five said games. that at his Heisman speech, bro. He said free Kodak at his Heisman speech. Not, not like when he went up on stage, but he was getting interviewed before then. Him and Kodak Black, he's on the he was on the side. He sideline. said that all the time at Louis. He said free Kodak. I'm changing my pick all the time. <laughs> he used to like tweet that every like finish all his tweets with free Kodak. Put up on a demon on God. Yo, who's gonna stop Keenan Allen coming out the slot? Melvin Gordon. I think that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be big. I think yeah, see, he's definitely. Yo, Kodak Black is fucking tiny, bro. Did you see him in the? People were roasting him when he was in the Florida jersey at the Florida game because he was fat. No, it's because like yo, he you put know, on Matt. Yo, Wait, you know that? Is he vo- fat? You know that video that's been going around where he's at Breakfast Club and he's like, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yo, someone did a voiceover on that video where he he daps up Lamar Jackson. He's like, he's like, yo, Kodak, we gonna win today? He's like, I hope so. <laughs> I <laughs> that's hope what I so. Yo, charges by three touchdowns. We'll make that bet. I'm not pussy, bro. <laughs> I hope you're not after you said they win by three touchdowns. Yeah, you're not asking to. for points. Yo, let's not forget this ain't a team that snuck in too. Like this team's been chilling. Also, oh, the charges yeah, they were playing the, for a bye. Charges had the same record season. as a one seed in football in, in in the AFC. It just so happened that they're <laughs> they're in the so. same they're in the same division with them. All right, Tim fired Nick up because he wanted to make a bet. So funny. Yeah. Um, we'll right. probably make a bet on this game too. Last game we got Eagles at the Bears. Tim, Tim, take it I away. I've been waiting for this. Sure, I've been this waiting is, for you, this. You can hear the boner this is, just poking the this table. This is a three-touchdown victory for <sighs> Chicago. Woo! I think. Look, Philly's offense won't be able to score on the Chicago's defense. If you if you didn't get from my stats earlier how good the Chicago's defense is, then you're not paying attention. Um, Philly's defense, on the other hand, is very beatable. Um, they were seventh uh, against the run. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that they face a lot more, le- less runs than other teams because their secondary was trash. 30th in the NFL in pass defense. Um, yeah, I think the Bears have a blowout at home on deck. 
Uh, there's not really much else to say. I, I went through yeah, how yeah, good the this defense is. Secondary is. Who's Nick Foles going to throw to? Alshon. Zach Ertz. Who's, who, uh, who's Alshon beating? On Alshon Jeffrey revenge? Alshon Jeffrey, his, his, he looks like he's running backwards sometimes. He's so slow. Bro, what about Zach Ertz? All right, one, all right fine. Zach Ertz. You asked who he's going to throw to. This is his number one weapon. That's their number one weapon. I mean, but, you, but that... That's their number he, one offensive weapon. Bible I hear boys. you, but you that, they go to Bible study together. But Who? that uh, uh, Nick Foles and Zach Ertz, and really? also that linebacking core. You going against the Pope? It's one of the. It's one of the. <laughs> Cole God. It's one of the best. It's one of the best linebacking cores to guard a guy like that. All right, so I have I have an idea or I have a thought. I was texting boss about this too. I kind of have a vibe of the spot the Bears are in right now this weekend, similar to how I felt about the Rams last year. The Rams last year overachieved. I think it's fair to say the Bears overachieved, no? Would you say? 12-4? and four? Yeah. We were I mean, saying if all went well, a fringe wildcard team. 12-4 and four competing for a bye week. They're playing a team that's experienced. They're the defending Super Bowl champion. No one is picking them to win this game. Last year, the Rams, they thought their shit didn't stink. And say what you want about them, the Atlanta Falcons came in there, and they dominated them, and they beat them. Why? Because you had that playoff experience from the year before. You had that playoff pedigree going up against a team that overachieved and they got there a year early. And I do have that vibe with the Bears. We don't know the status of all their wide receivers. Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, Taylor Gabriel. Like it might be Josh Bellamy and like uh, Trey Burton. Another revenge game there too. Mm. Right? And you're going to need Tariq Cohen. I think the, I think the two scatbacks in this game are going to be huge because they've been using Darren Sproles more yeah. and more. And also, like, Tariq Cohen, the Eagles are one of the worst teams at defending running backs out the backfield. I just have that vibe where I'm still not buying Trubisky, bro. I'm still not buying Trubisky. There's no and, – and if you ship him of his three best wide receivers, and I got Josh Bellamy, and, like, I don't even know if that guy Weem, uh, Weems is still on the team or whatever his name is, the, the guy that used to return for them. But it's like you're down to the fourth and fifth string wide receiver. Hello, the, the Eagles is a team that they backdoored into the playoffs, and now they're, they're playing with house money. And they're playing with Foles, who's a guy that they know they could win with. The only advantage the Bears have is that the Eagles secondary is probably the worst unit in all the playoffs. The only advantage? How about a backup quarterback against the best defense we've seen? Yeah, but you also got to remember that this is a backup quarterback that won a Super Bowl, and the team is going in there like, yo, we know we could do it. That's my whole thing. We've done it. No one on the Bears roster, I think, has a playoff game under their belt. Nah, Mukamara, son, you got a ring. Oh, What's yeah, all right, all right. Coach Nagy doesn't have a playoff game. Khalil Mack belt. also played in the in the playoffs. Yeah, he did when Carr got hurt. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right. Very limited playoff experience aside from that. I mean, regardless. I mean, the Eagles last year had very limited playoff experience. Yeah, but that changes on now when they won the Super right, Bowl. Right, but that's my point going right, but, for this match. But that's like, my point that doesn't matter. That matters. I think it matters, man. Doug Peterson, he got balls. He's coached these games before. He went on the road. Yo, the coaches know each other too. They yeah, both come all from, from Andy, Andy Reid, which is a which is one of the reasons why I like the Bears <laughs> even more now. Because one of the one of the biggest reasons why Philadelphia did what they did was because of the scheme of Doug Peterson. Now he's not going to be able to scheme through Matt Nagy, who knows the scheme. That was mad schemes. That was mad schemes. Mad schemes. Mad You don't think that the moment could be too big for the Bears? No, I think so. Defense, defense, defense. Translates to that championships. Is, I'll give that. I'll give you that. Like defense never yeah, folds. I yeah. But I worry about that offense getting going. Like what are all the question marks on offense? 
And yo, not for nothing, the Eagles, as bad as their secondary is, they could get after the passer. They still got a pass rush. Michael Bennett, I think, had close to 10 sacks, and they got got him for like a seventh-round pick. The problem is they got no time to get there. <laughs> if he's holding up right. a picture of Nick Foles, <laughs> for what? Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Act like you true know, that, right? True that. That's what, that, yeah, like, yo, this isn't a backup quarterback that it's like, oh, Yo, Eagles win the Super Bowl again? So you put this guy in the Hall of Fame the next day. I agree. If if he not, I think if he wins this game on the road in Chicago, like this is also a team that on the road in Chicago held the Rams to six points. Yo, what about this? How, wait, how old is Nick Foles? Nah, he's a vet now. He's probably like thirty plus. Nah, I think he's like twenty nine. I said thirty plus. You said nah, twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> he is twenty nine. Let's go. What's he's twenty nine years old. Head. Yo, if he wins two playoff games, just saying. Are we like? Just a little weird, like not not like, hey, let's get rid of Carson Wentz, but are you a little like, whoa? Well, Foles a free agent next year, so I don't think he's staying. But someone better pay him, man. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a giant starting quarterback next year. Nah, I feel nah, like we nah. had this exact same conversation. We did, we did. Yeah, but I would not be surprised if he's the Giants. I think the Giants go with a stopgap next year, like Jameis or nah, if you're gonna stopgap, you just stay with Eli. Yeah, you try and be as bad as or familiar Jameis. with Jameis. Yeah, Ugh. I think the Giants are gonna do some dumb shit, man. I would hate to have nah, Jameis. Nah. You guys, with the the second you guys let go of, um, damn, what's the name of the, the your old GM? Jerry Reese. Jerry Reese. That was the biggest mistake you guys ever made. Why? Because he put together two championship teams. No, Ernie, of course he put together that first team, all like right, without put, a doubt. All right, fine. He put together a, a championship and, team, and he's he's whiffed on every single first round pick outside of Odell and and maybe Pierre Paul. You could say. Cause, and Pierre Paul, because Pierre Paul, you got his dominant years there. Everything else was horrendous. Nice. He also made some good signings. Mm, no, no, we could we could dedicate a whole other uh, podcast. Yeah, I, would, I would crush you on this one. I hate to be mean. Not not when it comes to them. <sighs> this guy, you know, this guy. I'll, I'll let you think you crush me. That's fine. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to. Some, I have the uh, Bears in this game. Yeah, we know Tim. Uh, let's get to spitball. <laughs> Starting with Fitz, Ma- Fitz Tragic, sorry. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick tried to patent the name Fitz Magic. Psych! He got denied by the patent office because they're like, the other guy's Fitz Magic. Stop it. Wow. Yeah. He's that's like, hilarious. That's, that's completely a Bro, that's complete well misrep- representation. Like, you're just stealing 100%. somebody else's thing. So, sorry, Mika Fitzpatrick. He was actually called Fitz Magic in college. So, it's not like he's... Yeah, but... You know, he should have thought about this earlier, probably. I don't know how much earlier you could have thought money about grab, it. Money grab, money yeah. grab, money grab. Patrick's grabs. way older than he is. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, that is. OV out. Uh, Ovechkin sitting out the All-Star game. Uh, wants to rest up for the rest of the year. Leading the league in goals, like Joe said a couple episodes ago. But, uh, yeah, he said, I'm a pass. Trying to get ring number two, you know what I'm saying? It's already the NHL All-Star game? Uh, nah, the teams came out, though. Oh. But soon, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's always like around the same time yeah, as yeah. Uh, basketball. Oh, man, basketball. Can't bet the over anymore. They did that shit where they pick teams now and people play defense. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, did that shit where people play. <laughs> yo, yeah, man, that was an easy. Yo, that was a layup. Every year you would make money. Every year I made money off that shit. Every year. Now, last year we donated. Yeah, Paul George playing defense. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea <laughs> bound. All right, uh, Christian Pulisic's uh, record signing for an American soccer player, seventy-three million dollars, is going to Chelsea now. He is staying with Dortmund until the end of the season, but he's technically on loan with Borussia for the rest of the year. So he's staying there, and in the summer, there's rumblings of Hazard maybe leaving on to Real Madrid and other clubs, 
and he might fill that role. And it's good to get him in the English Premier League where it's easier for fans to see him. Can't mm-hmm. wait to go to London, too. Me and Boss have been talking about that for a couple of years. Or Black. a couple of days. Or a couple of days. <laughs> Black Monday. In memoriam. <laughs> Dirk Cutter. Todd Bowles. Vance Joseph Adam Gase Marvin Jeff Fisher Lewis Steve Wilkes Hugh Jackson Mike McCarthy Rest in You gotta turn your you gotta flip your eyes back now the, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire! They got fired. They, they didn't got, die. They didn't die. They died. Rested like rest at home in peace with all the millions all of your, yeah, coaching, and your, yeah, and your families. Yeah. <laughs> Tulo. Damn, I thought you would say it like Kulo. Tulo. Tulo. <laughs> uh, Troy Tulo. <laughs> Signs for the VM mm. because mm. he's making twenty million dollars after being cut by the Jays or agreeing to a buyout. Uh, Sign with the Yankees. So. Interesting proposition there as if he's healthy, could be the opening day shortstop given Gregorius had Tommy John. So two oh, whiskey for right. the Yanks. Good Yo, question for baseball players. Tula. If you're not a pitcher, is Tommy John as lengthy of a um, absence? Nah, I I mean, yeah, it is. It's rare to see like, it in a, in a position player. It also fucks up like your swing and shit. Yeah. 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 And also, Didi got to make the throw from yeah, short yeah, yeah. to first. Labor Tours actually had Tommy John pretty recently. What? Well, last year. Uh, Two years ago, I'm sorry. NCAA final? Uh, college football championship is Monday. And for the fourth straight year, Clemson is going to play Alabama. Not in the final. Uh, two of the three have been in the finals last year. They played in the semis. But once again, you got the same same two teams in the finals. Uh, I saw something interesting that the only times that these two teams combined in the last four years have lost, besides losing to themselves, has been four times. They're like 108-4. and four. So you have to beat these teams. If you complain that this is the same college football playoff championship, do something about it. Yeah. They get the top recruits every year because they're the best programs. It's it's plain and simple. And I don't think they're going away either. Trevor Lawrence is like, I remember watching him at the Elite 11 camp. Uh, Trent Dilford does that shit on NFL Network. Mm -hmm. He's calling him Sunshine. Dude's a beast. Now I want to see him against his definitely the best defense that he's played his whole tenure with uh, Clemson. So it's going to be interesting. You know, we'll Syracuse see if, is coming in that ACC, bro. Just watch out. We'll see if Tua can uh, step up once again. Tua, 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 Tua. This is his birthplace. He's going back home. Yo, you think it's whack that it's the same teams again? No. It's going to be the same teams over and over and over again. I would rather see that than a different team that gets fucking dicked. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see that shit. Like, we just saw LSU UCF, just... Yeah. yeah, LSU just beat the shit out of them. And who's LSU would get fucking dogged in this game. Do you know what's funny? And all the people who got snubbed from the college football playoff all got fucking wrecked in the bowl games that they played instead. You're not going to beat these teams, I mean, bro. that's a big time, like, down, though. Like, yo, we're not playing for... That's true, too. A and a lot title. of... title. Like, people say that about Georgia, if that's what you're referring to. Like Georgia, uh, Michigan, I think, got dogged. Notre Dame. Notre Dame... No, no, Notre Dame was well documented, the, phony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt the same way. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm. This is actually the first year that I want Alabama to win. 
I never want to see them win because I'm like, yeah, fuck Alabama, but I really like Tua. <laughs> well, Drake is rooting for them. Uh-oh. What the fuck else is there? Uh-oh. Yo, yo, Barstool, Driz. they did put up a funny-ass post, uh, and I was like, all right. Uh, I was like, this was good. This was funny, though. Because usually I hate them because all of LeBron shit, but it was just like, <laughs> it was a picture of Drake in like an Alabama sweater. It was like, oh man, Drake is the number one Kentucky. Like he just started rattling oh, off yeah, all these yeah. teams. Kentucky, El- like Laker, Alabama fan of all time. Like all these teams. Like he's all, all these pictures. Yo, all Max Holloway said he broke the curse though, the Drake curse. Oh, that's right. That's Wait, what? Because like they say every team Drake backs, like they lose. Yeah. He he backed McGregor yeah. against Khabib yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. He was on stage Word. with McGregor, like so. He's like him and Mac, like Max Holloway fucks with his shit. Od. Yeah, we and need like, to get him one, and he's like, "Yo, the Drake curse is over." That's funny. We need to get Drake a Warrior jersey ASAP. <laughs> Probably has one. I hope Signed. he wears it all the time. Shady, right? yeah. After his go, he's a, right on. Yeah, Yo, Kawhi, he's balling. By the way, they're playing yeah. the Spurs tonight. You know, who, you know who else is already practicing in full? Boogie. Yeah, Good yeah. night. Put, get get those rants ready, kid. Oh, they're ready. More you saw complaints. him just fucking slam it on KD in practice. Yeah, yeah get, get used to that. Um, anyway, let's get to the NFL playoff preview. Uh, right now, we just have like a couple uh, what are the categories. Fucking here? long episode today. You're yeah, welcome, this is, people. This is a very long episode. And then we're going to get to our confidence picks after that. But a couple of them we have here. We're going to start it off with a good legend, which is a player who can step up and win a ring for his team. Like, you're going to just like. A legend of the good kind is what we usually refer to him as. You're going to like this one, Joe. Yeah. Andrew Luck is my good legend. I think that he would be in consideration for the MVP race if Drew Brees and Pat Mahomes weren't having such spectacular years. 39, um, 39 touchdowns over, uh, f- over 4,200 yards in the air. Here's the thing about Andrew Luck and that team. He is one of the top quarterbacks left in the playoffs, arguably the best quarterback left in the playoffs. If that defense can, uh, Andrew Luck, arguably, who? Arguably, nah. We just said like Pat arguably. Mahomes, unanimous MVP. And sure, <laughs> well, I mean, he's been doing it longer than Mahomes. He's been doing it in the playoffs. Doesn't mean he's the best quarterback left in the playoffs. Arguably, <laughs> who besides Mahomes? Who are you putting you over just Andrew look Luck for controversy? Who are you putting over Andrew Luck? Drew Brees, Nick Foles. Okay, uh, but you could argue Tom Brady's been doing it for longer. If that's what look, you want to Tom, bring up. Tom, Tom Brady, Brady Drew Brees is a, is the people are the people John who you can make arguments. Tyler Thickpen. Sorry. I'd throw Russ. Okay. I'd throw Jared Goff when they're playing in L.A. But now, can you definitively definitively say that Andrew Luck is not better than all those people? No, you can't definitively say that. No, you can't say that. That's why he could be the best player in this. this, this, And if he is, if he plays... You can say the other guys are definitively better than Andrew Luck. No, but I'm saying he could be the good legend because if he plays at that level where he's the best quarterback in the playoffs, the sky's the limit for this team. And if he could throw four touchdowns in a game... This team's gonna be unbeatable. So come at me. I'm I'm riding this Colts and, and this Bears bandwagon all the way to the fucking end, baby. Yeah, um, I, think, this weekend. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think Andrew Luck uh is the good legend. That could could make it happen. I took it a little different. I took it like if this guy does like take off, like he could really propel their his team. That's that was that's, so, uh, that's how I took it too. Yeah, yeah. I took well. I mean, Andrew Luck is in control pretty much like the whole game. But yeah, no. I mean, I don't think it's oh, the like wrong a choice. Lower tier. Yeah. Guy, so I, I mean, I picked Damian Williams. Mm. Um, like we've talked. I mean, I've mentioned this for weeks. You like Damian Williams? You think he's done an admirable job filling for Kareem Hunt? 
but he still hasn't really gotten going on the ground except for that one game where he had 100 yards against Seattle. So other than that, he's put together, what, 14 yards on eight carries, uh, 49 yards on 10 carries, and 51 yards on 11 carries. So the yards per carries, I guess, there you could say that. They haven't really given him a chance to carry a workload. Um, but if he gets going in open field, like we've seen him do it in the passing game, uh, if he could really just fill that running back role like he's done a little bit, but if he can get it going on the ground more, I think he could really be a good legend for that that Chiefs offense and propel them. He needs to continue <laughs> through the air. Like that's that's where he he needs to yeah, yeah. shine. I mean, he's had his days through the air though. Like yeah, yes. Like I mean, he only had that one game really against the Chargers where he had a lot of yards, but he scored through the air. Like they use him a lot in all the time. He scored zone. in every game he's played in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Damian Williams is my good legend. My goat. It's so funny. It's just like, here, everyone. He's a good legend. He's a good legend. <laughs> All right, now we're going bad legend, which is just legend. Oh, we forgot about Nick. Oh! oh. Skip the ultimate legend. <laughs> <laughs> a double champ, mother... Uh, yo, I think uh, good legend. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get too crazy. Tom Brady. Yeah. Just because they're not playing this week, right? They stumbled into a bye week once again. Um, Whoops, bye week. Yeah. You know, some PDs, a.k.a. Giselle. Might help them get rejuvenated. Never know. Uh, TB12 also get them shakes ready. And they're going to play at home. And they're going to be close to a seven-point favorite against whoever they play. And he had his best game of the year, I think, against the Jets uh, through the air. Um, I think that's what an achievement. Yeah, but I, I um, I think the Pats, it's crazy. No one's talking about the Pats, man. At all, no one's talking about the past. I hate when that happens, man. Yeah, because I feel like we're gonna we're gonna be forced to talk about them eventually. Fuck. All right, let's just move on to bad legend. Oh yo, bad legend Amari Cooper, bro. Like this dude came in with a bang. He's stumbled of late. Four thirty two, four twenty, five thirty one to close out the year. Back to Cooper, he went. Yeah, no more Nooper. I can't call Nooper anymore. And who knows, man? The the pay, I mean the Patriots. The Cowboys might have to go through the air against this the Seahawks defense if it's late. And yo, they need Cooper to step up. And if he doesn't, it could cost them a game. Mine is Nick Foles. You're done. The magic's over, kid. It's over. I don't believe in fairy tales no more. Yeah, I can't wait to like beat the fuck Bears. Santa Plus Claus. This the tooth fairies are real. The Easter Bunny ain't real either. You're done. That's foul. What if like an, an eight year old listens to the show? The bro? monsters of the midway are coming for you. Monsters are real. They hide under beds. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Bad Legend. I'm going with Mitchell Trubisky. Still not buying it. Still not buying it, especially if he might be without some Jesus, of his weapons here there. Goes Tim. I just, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I, 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 think, Mitch, I, I think you might be disappointed, Tim. I don't know. I think this Eagles team, people sleeping on them. Jesus. Uh, X Factor? Melvin Gordon. Ooh. I think if Melvin Gordon is healthy and they could get the Melvin Gordon that they've had all year against this Ravens team that they're going to need, they're going to need all hands on deck. I think this is a scary team, man. I'm not going to back away from what I've said about the Chargers. I think the Chargers are super underappreciated. I don't think it's the same Chargers team as years past. And I think if Mel- Melvin Gordon is healthy this week, I think it could be a significant game changer for them. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with a running game, too, but I'm going to go with the Bears running game overall. I think the Bears running game, a lot of people are focusing on what Mitch Trubisky can do, but that's, this team focuses on the run, and they go off the run. Uh, they work off the run. Uh, Jordan Howard struggled early in the year. We know that because he was drafted in the third round of fantasy teams, and then people were dropping him left and right. But in the last five games, 400 yards and four TDs, and then you got Tariq Cohen in that backfield, too. 
uh, almost 1,200 yards from scrimmage and eight TDs. Mitch Trubisky out of the backfield running 421 yards and three TDs. This Bears offense is set up by the run. They're going to continue to run, and I think that Jordan Howard is the X factor. And Tariq Cohen, but really Jordan Howard is the X factor that could uh, take the Bears from just a defense type of team to someone that's uh, not only um, – not only playing that defense that can score and can stop teams from scoring, but also controlling the ball on offense to, to uh, keep that defense fresh. My X factor is the Ravens rushing attack. Oh, we all got rushing attacks. The Gus Bus, uh, and Kenny Dixon, yo, that three headed monster. If they can get past this week, like, yo, it's, it's, it's tough to game plan for. I don't care if they someone, someone's seen them twice, like, if they're going, they're going, and they're going to be controlling the, the, the time of possession. It's going to be tough on opposing defenses. So if they can do that successfully, I could see them winning at home this weekend and maybe even next week. It's funny that we all went into passing games because rushing, if you – rush, I'm sorry, the rushing games. Because if you look at the passing games, the teams out of the top 12 teams that attempted the most passes this year, three of them made the playoffs. On the other hand, the teams who got the most rushes this year – Eight of ten of the top ten made the playoffs. Well, yeah, but that's so, a, that's an easy that's an e- there's easy reasoning behind that because they're winning. Yeah, like if you're running the ball a lot, it means that you're playing with a lead. Whereas if you're throwing a lot, for the most part, you're throwing trailing. I mean, sure, but some of those teams that are up there are the Steelers and winning teams, though. Right there's there's winning teams up there. Yeah, right. So they're not always trailing. They're just throwing a lot. But that that is that's also something that. That has that happened, but seems like the Steelers seems like I, I don't have the list in front of me, but there's a lot of winning quarterbacks that had the most attempts this year. Patrick Mahomes is up there, um, so I I, sh- I should get the list up right now. But yeah, the top twelve passing attempts in this year, um, no playoffs for them. Mm. All right, moving on to a little bit of some picks here, some AFC Championship pick. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. we get to the picks, though, I just want to say, uh oh. I've owed this step to Athemi. Ah. <laughs> 30? You getting this? You getting this? You getting this, Zip? 30 piece. You get this? Yeah. Damn, what do I owe you? 10? <laughs> it was a... Uh, Keep the 10 because you could just give me 20 next week. Okay. Ooh. It was actually for... <laughs> Jinx himself. The Bills Bears, I think it was. Bills Bears. Bears I, outscoring. Yeah. You bet Bears defense outscoring the Bills. Yeah. $20. And I think we had $10 on Ravens Falcons. On Ravens Falcons. The, the spread, I think it was. Yeah. Took the Falcons. It happens. Thank you. That's a nice course. Dinner on <laughs> boss tonight. Some bullshit. I'm getting a, like a fancy salad or something. Actually, like one with like, like what? With avocado with a pig in it, foot in like it, a right? cob, like a cob salad, like some bison, maybe, bro. Maybe some, some bison. bison maybe some shit, bison. Yeah. I might go crazy and get some bison. Wait, where can we get that? Ostrich. I don't know. Bear Burger used to have that, but then they fucked in. They they, uh, they the fucked spot on Dimmars used to have that too. Koala. Nah, Koala's a great spot. You ever been there? Hell yeah. Yo. What's that salad spot under the train, 31st Street? The what spot? Salad spot. Under the... I don't know. Oh, it's closed Oh, Soho. 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 There, yeah, we, go. there we go. Yeah. No, I'm saying they used to have the, bite, the yeah. super protein salad. mad fucking chicken Caesars from there, but then chicken Caesars are terrible for yeah, you. Yeah, they're really bad. Are they really? Yeah. Caesar salad. Caesar, Caesar dressing is terrible. Dressing is terrible Caesar, you're, you're, oh, better yeah? off, you're better off eating a hamburger. Yeah? yeah. Which, I'm a big Caesar guy. I'm literally about to order because I'm starving. Yeah, no, I'm so we got to make a move. But moving forward, we have the <laughs> AFC Championship. Give me your picks. NFC? A. AFC. Uh, Chargers Chiefs. Pats at Chiefs. Chiefs Ravens. It'd be Chiefs. Oh, Pats at Chiefs. Oh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, 
Apache. Chiefs Ravens Apaches. with the Colts and Ravens Apaches. running. So that's how Chief, that works. Chiefs out. Ravens. NFC. I will. I, I will say about that. I, I think whoever wins Baltimore Chargers, I think might be my pick to to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. Ooh. Uh, NFC Championship pick. Uh Ram Saints. I I feel the same way about Nick. I think whoever wins this game is going to win the Super Bowl. Bears at Saints. Saints Cowboys. Cowboys. All right. Dare I ask? Are you not worried that they might play next week? Super Bowl. I no, I have it, but that's the way I lined it up. This guy's they wouldn't no, they talk so to oh, okay. That's I why I picked it. No, he's no, 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 We had one drum roll going. He was whispering. So ready for it. Shit. Bro, if you ask an honest question about why I'm joking. Oh. Cause you, cause you have Philly winning. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to make out in my head what the how it could be possible. Yeah. Trying yeah. to make out. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Super Bowl winners? No, not winners. Matchups. Winner. Well, matchup and then a winner. I, I don't want to give you know because when it comes down to these picks, we got to pick the Super Bowl. So you want to do two separate ones? Or you want to give me one? No, I was gonna give you my matchup. Right. You're not gonna give me a winner? Nah. You gotta give a winner. Yo, you're well, a bitch. I'm, I'm holding out. You gotta give a winner. What are you talking about? Nah, I'm holding out. Yo, what is that? What do you mean? That's Yo, corny. That's, that's corn. That's an advantage corn for you when it comes to the That is an advantage. Yeah, son. You wanna know what we? Yeah. They, they, I got a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. Saints Chiefs. That'd be awesome. That would be uh, fireworks. Come back in the Super Bowl when you want my pick, and I'm winning this pick. I'm Chief going play a pickup. I'm going rematch of that Monday night fucking miracle. Rams Chiefs miracle game. Yeah, Rams Chiefs again. That would also be awesome. All right, kids, gather around. I want you to listen closely. If there's nothing that you gain. Bears, Colts. There's nothing that you gain from today. <laughs> <laughs> let it be. Defense wins championships. May I remind you that last season, the last four teams standing were Just the Patriots. Because they're the Patriots. The Jaguars, <laughs> who were number one in defense in the AFC. Bum at quarterback. Minnesota, number one in the NFL. Back up at quarterback. Philly, number, def- number four in defense in the NFL. Defense wins championships, people. The Bears will beat the Chiefs and win the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. But I do think if the Saints beat the Bears, then the Saints are going to win the, the Super Bowl. I know Nick, Hedge Nick, life. Hedge life. Look, I picked. I, this is a good hedge because I picked the Saints preseason. So if the Saints or Bears wins, I'm chilling. Mm. I'm chilling. <laughs> all right. Well, now we're going to get to our confidence picks here. My favorite. Yes. We've been huh. doing this all year in, the, in, the, in our uh, – Fucking whatever the fuck is the pick and pull. Yes. Um. So we're doing it for the playoffs. Also, we have all four of these games, obviously, uh, with the spreads. Four being your most confident, one being your least confident. Uh, who wants to go? First? By the way, so each each round is gonna double in um points in points. So the top answer is worth four, and then three, two, one, and then the top answer next week will be eight, six, four, two, and then ten, five. Right. Most confident. And then twenty. Down. Right. Hmm. Okay. I'll go first since I'm the reigning defending, not playoff. What was the What was the final standings, by the way? I don't know. We got to get that together. AB, can you get that together? The final standings. Reigning. Come yeah, on, yo. Tim's get- really uh, interested in if he came in second. I am. I'm super interested. Can I, Fuck it. Can I get I'm a introduction? Sure. Reigning first defending? loser. Reigning. The first loser. Defending. That's all right. Because you got I got the second loser here. All right, Tim. And the third the loser over here. The king's talking. <laughs> we all losers, bro. Um, all right. So first, I got the Cowboys for my fourth. Most confident pick, four points, Woo. minus two over the Seahawks. For my number three, I have the Eagles, plus six over the Bears. Number two, I have the Ravens, minus three over the Chargers. And for my least confident pick, I have the Colts, plus one, going on the road. I use it. We have one <laughs> of the same like, get it winners. Poppin', get yeah, it poppin', get it poppin'. Me and you are not going to be That's on good, the same bro, plane. That's good, bro, because I'm the, the reigning 
Undisputed. All right, I'll go. Um, my four is the Chargers over the Ravens. My three is the Colts over the Texans. My two is the Seahawks over the Cowboys. And my one is the Bears over the Eagles. Um, I'm going to go oh, with the my plays. most confident pick is the Bears minus six versus Philadelphia. My, a lot of points in the playoffs, kid. My third confident is uh, Indy plus one at Houston. Uh, my second most confident is Seattle plus two at Dallas. And then my last team, I'm going to go with the Chargers and the spread plus three, even though I think Baltimore is going to win the game. I think it's going to be a close one, so I'm going to go with Chargers plus three. Mm. Look at Nick adjusting his picks over there because yeah, he had the honor yeah, of going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm going Chargers most confident. Plus three, three touchdown win. I'm going Colts. Colts are winning that game. Uh, I'm going Eagles plus six. Uh, and then my least confident is the Cowboys minus two. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. A long-ass little NFL. little beep-bop. How, how long was that? little cheap-bop. Uh, hour and a half. Hour yeah, 35. Not too bad. I thought it was going to be like two hours. Yeah, if you made it. Thanks for sticking the, around, you know? Thanks just sticking around, hanging out, doing around. You know what I mean? I love when we get like technical and make predictions. It's yeah, my, it's my jam. It's definitely lit. What is MP doing? Breaking. Who got traded? Nudes, nudes, nudes. I've been saying the DMs are open. Oh, and people are, are sliding in and they're asking questions. So oh. before we wrap up, I just want to shout out to Al Davies 02. It's lit. Now that the regular season is over, I'd love to hear from the boys. What what team were they most surprised to miss the playoffs? None. Steelers. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess the Vi- Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings is a good one. Not going to lie, Vikings. preseason, if you're going off that, I had Packers in the Super Bowl, so mm. Packers for me. I'm going with the uh, Yeah, I also had the Falcons Damn, all those, the all those yeah. ones I probably had. Yeah, in. yeah. Vikings were a favorite. Like, you, you figured after the last year, and then they add Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a favorite, you know? Yeah, probably that. All right, cool. Uh, definitely keep sending Impy uh, the DMs. Uh, DMs. Impy, where can they DM you? Where can they find you? IMPY718. You already know. Twitter and Instagram. Tim, at Tim Patrop on all social media. Social manual on all social social mallets. Social manual. Uh, Tim Patrop on all social media <laughs> outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com for everything fantasy football. We're year long, people. Uh, we're giving out our awards. Uh, go vote on BrotoFF.com and at BrotoFantasy on Twitter. Nick, uh, speaking of awards, the Jerky Awards uh, year in review for. The 2018 year in wrestling at SCJ Pod. The episode is up. Pretty fire. Pretty horny. The jerkies are out. The jerkies are out. Yeah. Boss pops hard for the jerkies. Uh, as far as I go, at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Kawhi was yeah, food. I, I fuck with the jerkies, but we need. Like, I need a visual presentation of a jerky. Like what? Like, is it a piece oh of yeah, jerky? yeah. Oh, yeah. this would be like a yeah. That would be a good or one. Like a trophy with next a jerky. Year, I guess. Yeah, uh, next at Endovito27 on Twitter and the Gram. Yo. Piece of Beef jerky. Oh, beef jerky trophy. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Joe Santagato. Go follow the shows at Veterans Minimum on all social media. And just a reminder that we do have a March Madness bracket coming up. So if you are subscribed to our Patreon, Patreon. Um, you need to be in the $7 Veterans Minimum tier to be eligible to join our March Madness bracket. If you win, you get $200 towards a game of your choice. Uh, shout out to Marshall who won our pick and pool. Give us money. He's gonna he's gonna get the two hundred dollars for that. And yeah, that is all. See you guys next time. Let's do it again. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.